Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Are you still using on-prem file servers and VPNs to share files with remote workers? Ignite is a business class cloud sharing solution that works more like your on-prem server than any other solution. With a security-first approach to file sharing and collaboration, Ignite offers multiple options for sharing files and collecting files from outside sources. And do it all addressing data governance and compliance. Want to learn more? Check out ignite.com mspradio, and when you do, tell them we sent you. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Vince Gerasolo, and he is from DaVinci Networks in Toronto. Welcome, sir. Well, hi, thank you for having me. Hi. So today we're going to talk about a cool program you've put together uh, for a four-day work week that you started about a year ago or nine months ago. Yeah, uh, we're, it'll, it'll mature to a year, I guess. Um, well, we've been doing it for a year in April. In April. April 1st is when we, uh, we kicked it off. All right. So first, to set the stage, A, you're in Canada, which makes a difference with regard to uh, the labor laws and so forth. Um, and, and to be honest, social norms. And then B, the size of your company and kind of what you do. Um, so why don't you tell us about DaVinci Networks? Sure. Um, so DaVinci Networks, it's a, um, I consider a small independent IT shop. Uh, started back... Uh, I started this thing in high school uh, back in uh, 2003 or 2004, something like that. Um, and it was always kind of just a side project until it just refused to be a side project anymore. And I had to make it a full-time job. So uh, that would have been somewhere in, in 20, uh, sorry, 2012. So um, it was primarily a break fix at the time. Um, and then many years later, many about four or five years later we started uh, making a conscious effort to um to switch over to you know recurring maintenance-based uh services uh, call it it managed services whatever whatever you want to call it these days um and, and how many uh, employees yeah. do you have so today we are uh seven employees including myself so that uh, that actually breaks out to uh, myself, a business owner, um, a an offices manager, a service desk manager, uh, three help desk technicians, and call it an IT operations manager. Uh, more more responsible for sort of the um, management and maintenance of the services we use to actually deliver our service. All right. So so that's an interesting thing we might talk about another day. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> dedicated to the internal stuff. So, um, all right. So seven employees, are they all full-time and all on salary? Um, so we're seven now. We had eight. We had one person that was uh, hourly. Um, everybody else is uh, a full-time um, salaried employee. Yes. Because that makes a difference, I think, with the um, attempt to go to four-day work week. Um, right. You've got a set cost for your employees. That's right. Yes. Um, without, uh, if you're not a salaried employee, it kind of doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, if you're, a, if you're, if you're, 
either occasional or part-time. I mean, you're going to work and get paid for what you're right. willing to put in anyway. So that's fine. You don't want to work on Friday. Fine. You work, you just, just don't charge me for those eight hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so, so give us the story. Uh, why did you decide to start thinking about a four day work week? Well, I'm, I mean, just like everybody, the, uh, the pandemic really had a, had a, a big um, influence on that, on that decision. But before the pandemic, uh, we'd always been uh, sort of an hourly shop or an hourly, um, rather than salaried, we were um, contractors uh, for the most part, significantly smaller. I think we were, uh, before the pandemic, about uh, three, three, if you want to call them full-time people um, that were essentially just contractors. So um, the pandemic uh, hit and things got very crazy very quickly. Um, just like a lot of IT shops, um, uh, you know, doing everything you can to get your clients into the cloud or into, uh, into working from home. Um, and then, you know, dealing with the, the fallout and, and challenges that come with that. So um, there was a, a period there between sort of March of 2020 um, and I want to say early into July where, you know, we were just running off our heels, three people, um, managing, um, I want to say about 500, uh, endpoints, um, plus, you know, all the other sort of break fix clients that we still had and people that were being referred to us that needed help and trying to, uh, trying to get them all sorted out. It, it, it was tough. Um, they were long days. They were, uh, you know, it was, e it was easy to put in, um, you know, a 12 to 16 hour day, a few times a week. Um, and so, wow. so did you, so you went on a bit of a hiring spree and yeah, but you didn't hire these people with the understanding of a four day work week. No, no. So that would have come in probably. Well, so when I started to think about the four day work week would have been, um, late into 2020, um, you know, people are now at home and working and, you know, every, the world is grappling with the, the new way that people are working and new ideas around the way people are working. And um, I'd actually seen this uh, in the past, uh, the idea of a four day work week. Um, I think Microsoft tried it before the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember where I read it. It might've actually been even like, you know, Switzerland tried to move to it or something. Um so the idea was always there. And then the idea again, resurfaced sort of at the sort of at the height of the pandemic or, or the uncertainty of the, of the pandemic. Um, and so, you know, different companies had started to try it and, and obviously mental health was already starting to, you know, be a problem um, with people being at work, uh, sorry, at their desk uh, far more than they needed to be. Uh, right. Just Cause it was, it was too easy to, to be at your desk. Um and I, I, you know, just within our, our own uh, group of people, um, at that point, we were probably four, maybe five uh, users, uh, users, uh, <laughs> employees. <laughs> um, uh, at that point, we, you know, we were starting to feel the effects. I, I certainly was. Um, aside from, you know, uh, the challenges of, of the... Uh, of the pandemic, um, I'd also uh, had a, a baby girl. <laughs> right. right. So, the so that's the other thing is yeah. you yeah. personally, a uh, young family with two kids at home, 
one is a baby. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I was feeling the effects. I could see the effects on our, uh, on my team. I could tell, you know, when we did our, our morning huddles, you know, the morale wasn't there. Um, people were feeling stressed out, feeling, um, like, like they hadn't gotten away from their desk. Um, and even if, you know, they used to, you know, cut loose a little bit, uh, at their computer after work, it wasn't that anymore. It was like, oh, I'm just still here. <laughs> right. So, you know, started looking at ways to how can we, how can we improve morale? How can we, you know, feel better about what we're doing every day? Um, and we started, I started asking around, like, you know, how can we improve it? Do we have to do social events? Do we have to, um, should we look at, uh, you know, rotating shifts? And as we started to think about how we scheduled our time, uh, that's when I started really thinking about the 40 week more. Um, there was a, an article uh, around that same time that I'd, I'd read about. Um, I, I'll find the article one of these days. And if I can find it, you can post it in the notes. Um, uh, where was uh, the results of the four day week um, or at least a criticism of it? Um, and the criticism that I'd read was, well, if all you're doing is trying to get 40 hours into, um, into four days, then is it actually going to be beneficial? Right. Have you changed anything? <laughs> Have you changed anything? If, if, if all you're doing is expecting people to work 40 hours a week or 37 and a half, whatever the you know legal um, <clears throat> mandate is, um, have you have you actually improved anything other than trying trying to make uh, people's days longer? Um, and so I, I actually did grapple with that idea for a little bit. It was like, you know, do we need do we need forty hours a week uh, from everybody uh, or thirty seven and a half? Um, because if I look at my timesheets um, or the timesheet entries. There, you know, a good week will show that there's probably about, you know, anywhere between 25 and, and 30 hours of actual ticket time. You know, there's, you know, people just naturally, they, you know, they zone out for a minute. They, uh, they lose track of time. They, you know, want to read the news. They want to walk away from the computer. They want to go for a walk. Well, I mean, you, you clean up your desk, you uh, go to a sales meeting, you, yeah. nobody, nobody's a hundred percent billable. So. Uh, right. And I, I don't even want to put that pressure on anybody. Um, the idea is that if you're, if you're, if you're enjoying what you're doing and you're not stressed out by what you're doing, you're going to do, in my opinion, a better job. <laughs> uh, you'll be more, more focused. And with that idea of being you know more focused, we said, okay, instead of, you know, trying to cram more hours into a day and then give you one day off, let's just say it's a one day off. That's it. Take it, um, take the day and use it for, you know, doing absolutely nothing. Uh, do it, uh, use it to do your laundry, use it to, uh, book a, uh, an appointment, uh, whatever it is that, that you can use that day for that will help you better organize your week help you better organize, uh, your, your life. Um, and you don't have the added pressure of trying to figure out how many sick days you got left or how many vacation days you got left, or if I need to take an extra, you know, uh, personal day or whatever. Right. You don't have Uh, to take a personal day to go to the bank or to pick up your kids. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that was sort of the goal is that, um, you know, I don't know who arbitrarily chose 40 hours of work 
a week um, and decided that that's what we're going to do. But I mean, I think it's just an arbitrary. Um, I think it, it, said, it may, I could be wrong in this, but I think it was Henry Ford. Oh, was it? Because the, the workday had been much longer. Like they would work you as long as they want. And he was like, well, let's limit it to this. Um, so there's a little irony in that you were overwhelmed and you didn't have enough people. So you hired and then you cut their work day, their work week by about a fifth. So, yeah. so now they're, they're working, whatever is it like in the neighborhood of 31, 32 hours a week? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, again, it's, nobody's going to sit there and, and book every minute of their time in the timesheets. So I expected, uh, you know, uh, a certain, the way that I kind of look at it is that if you can, if you can account for six hours of your day, uh, every day that you work, then that's great. Um, we actually had to, um, for, for better or for worse, uh, uh, we added a sort of a, a, a bucket or a charge code to our time sheets for un- unallocated time. It's, you know, time that you zoned out, you can't remember what the hell you were doing or whatever it is. Um, ideally, we want to try and keep that as minimal as possible. So, so you still track all the time, but you expect about 75% uh, effective use towards tickets. And yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, hey. 75% billable. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, like I said, it's uh, we're not quite a year yet. Um, haven't got a full year of data um, to see how it's actually, um, you know, are we actually getting, you know, 75% billable? It, that's our target, right? We, we want to make sure that, that, um, you know, we're not just doing this and there's no improvement. Sure. Your mental health might be better and, um, and you might feel better about your job and that sort of thing, which is great. That's what I want. That was the, the outcome, but we can't sacrifice service delivery um, deadlines, SLAs, and that sort of thing as well. So, right. Um, so let's take it apart uh, in a few pieces. So when you sat down, how did you figure out like, okay, well, what does this look like? Like, where do you begin? <laughs> did you find other policies or did you just think about, well, uh, how would this work inside my business? You know, like, how do you, yeah. So, um, I, I, I really went with just the idea of if I were to do a four day week, how would I do it? Um, without actually looking at any existing policies, um, without any, I tried to keep it as far out, uh, away from outside influence. Cause I, w- I wanted it to work for us. Uh, I didn't want to try and make somebody else's idea work for us. Right. Um, which I mean, ultimately I probably ended up with the same sort of policy anybody else might have uh, or anything that might already exist. Uh, but it is a little bit more tailored to us. Um, it's tailored to our size, uh, the size of our company. It's tailored to, um, you know, uh, the personalities that we have as well. Um, and, and specifically the IT industry. Right. Um, so it, yeah. Um, we started with the idea of, okay, if everybody were to get a day off or every salaried employee were to get a day off, uh, number one, what does that look like from a schedule point of view? Um, and how does that look? Uh, how does that look based on how much time, um, how much backlog do we have in, in the system? Um, is it going to affect it uh, negatively? And, you know, what do we do in an emergency and what do we do when, you know, the, the person that's off 
um, has the answer and, or has the context of the ticket that is now escalated as an emergency. Um, so we started to kind of, you know, piece it all together that way. Um, I, I really only started thinking about how many hours in a week they need to work um, after the fact. Like, okay, after, after all of that, you know, do we need to do 10 hours a day for four days? Um, or do we, uh, we just say, you know what, it's, it's a gift. Here it is. Um, and ultimately we landed on, uh, it's not a gift. Um, there are, you know, the time does come with strings. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but, um, but the idea is that if you, uh, you know, if you have this uh, extra time to kind of recharge and whatever, I expect that the quality of your work will probably also increase. Um, and that, uh, that you, everybody's grown up enough to understand that if, if you're, if we're just too busy or you just have too much on your plate and uh, taking that day off is going to sacrifice deadlines and that sort of thing, you should be responsible enough to know that you shouldn't be taking it off that week. Right. Um, so so that's, that, that it's, it sort of assumes what I call an owner's mentality, which is, you know, the owner is absolutely going to be more dedicated to the business than any salaried employee, including your service manager, who is probably, you know, the second most <laughs> dedicated to the business, uh, generally speaking. Um, so are all of your employees or, or were they at the time people who had that kind of a mentality where you could basically say, I've got a team that will step up if that's what's needed? Yeah. Uh, so. At the time of, of building out the four day week, uh, you know, I, I like like I said, I, I I built it based on on DaVinci Networks and our employees and 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 us specifically, um, and so yeah, I was confident that the people uh, that were going to participate in this, um, excuse me, that uh, the people that were going to participate in this uh, actually did. Um, have those those qualities of, of being able to self-manage, being able to be responsible um, and have that sort of dedication. Um, <clears throat> now, we had that, that policy in, in place um, uh, before we hired sort of our next round of people. Um, and so there was some consideration about, you know, okay, well, what do we do with new employees? <laughs> right. Um, because, uh, you know, we try to hire on personality and, and um, uh, dedicate like uh, people that, that seem to be responsible. Obviously you can, you can look at their skill set and that sort of thing, but there's a lot of the soft skills that um, that's what I, I, my part of the interview is not really the, the technical. Um, I let, I let uh, our service manager or operations manager kind of do the technical. I, I just want to know that I can, you know, feel comfortable going on and having a beer with that, that person. Being, right. you know, so, culture for, uh, for me is a bigger fit than. So this than availability kind of reminds me of, uh, did you have a, um, an on-call uh, system before where basically, you know, during this period of time, and it might be overnight or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. rather than having staff be at the office, they're on call, which means they can't go to too wild of a party. They can't leave town. <laughs> They need to be available in case something hits the fan. You got it. Yeah. So um, it's always been sort of an informal policy. Um, again, we were we were small before the pandemic, uh, three people. So it was easy enough to say, okay, after hours uh, calls uh, on the call queue, on the after hours emergency call queue, it'll ring all three of our phones. Uh, you know, if you're not going to be around, 
just give us a heads up, you know, Hey, I'm going up to the cottage. I'm not going to be around. Um, but it was, it, it was always one person's ultimate responsibility to uh, if the call was missed to, um, you know, pick up the voicemail uh, or pick up the ticket and, and address it within a certain amount of hours. Um, if that person uh, wasn't going to be available, they weren't going to be the point person, let's say. Right. Um, yeah. So uh the, the after hours, it's always kind of been there that uh, that on call idea has always kind of existed. Um, just never really sort of formal, let's say. So this is similar to that. If I if I take my day, quote unquote, off, I yep. still have to be available in case something happens. Yeah. So um, specifically on the on the sort of on call part of of the four day week or of your day off, um, we didn't want this to be one of those things where uh, you're still connected. You know, the idea is that you're off. Uh, so log out of teams, don't check the chat. Don't look at your tickets. Don't, um, be disconnected, uh, from, from the white noise of the office or of the ticket system or whatever it happens to be. Um, otherwise I, I don't feel like, you know, I, people will tend to be like, Oh, I'll just deal with that quickly. Um, because I'm not doing anything anyway. That's not, that's not what I wanted. I wanted people to disconnect. Um, and so uh, we said, basically the, you can completely disconnect, turn off your email, um, uh, log out of teams, whatever you want to do, but uh, there has to be a way that we can get a hold of you. Um, and if we have to pull you in for an emergency, you have to be uh, able to actually uh, help out. So, Again, I mentioned it earlier, you know, your day off does come with strings. Um, uh, so the idea or what we landed on was um, in the event of a, an emergency or we need to get a hold of you, uh, the only acceptable um, method to contact you is by cell phone. So uh, you have to have uh, your, your cell available. Um, you have to be able to get back to us within an hour. Um, and you need to be close enough uh, to a workstation or someplace where you can access uh, the ticket system or email or whatever um, to log in and and work on a ticket uh, within an hour, uh, an hour of that. Right. Which now I got to say, all of that works in the middle of a pandemic. Right? Of course. <laughs> uh, you know, you guys had a period of time where you couldn't even go to the next province. So, right. Uh, and, and in some cases, you couldn't leave your house. So, um <clears throat> So that works great, but what about when the pandemic's over, uh, you know, uh, as long as I, I guess I could keep a laptop in my trunk, uh, I should be okay for the most part. Um, yeah. And then if people can't be available, they just take a day off, an actual day off. Exactly it. So if, if you don't want that responsibility of having to answer the phone in an emergency or, you know, you want to take that day and, uh, you know, go out to your four day week or your day off happened to be on a Friday and you want to take an extra long weekend um, and not be available to, uh, you know, to be on call, uh, it's completely acceptable. You just um, book it as a vacation day, book it as a personal day, whatever it happens to be. So, um yeah, uh, that, that's that's how we kind of uh, addressed that idea of um, being available or not wanting to be available on that day off. All right. So we got a little over five minutes left. So uh, sure. let's let's get the uh, I guess the report card. <laughs> uh, 
How did it go? How is it going uh, nine months in? So nine months in, um, for everybody that's participating in the, uh, in the program, I think it's a huge help. Um, you know, I've seen the, the day uh, get taken for, um, uh, you know, for ab- doing absolutely nothing. Um, I've seen it taken for, you know, doing laundry or house chores and that sort of thing. And, you know, being free of those things uh, uh, during your actual work days. Um, uh, we've had a couple people swap their days around um, with other uh, with other texts so that they can, you know, get that long weekend sort of thing. Um, so, so everybody has a specific day off, like you, you might be Tuesday yeah. and I'll be Wednesday, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's that way for now, um, just because it was uh, based on, on the size of our company. Uh, we couldn't have more than two people off on the same day. Um, right. Uh, so as we have more people um, participate in this and, um, you know, if we get a, any, any bigger, it'll be a little easier to be flexible. Um maybe have more than one person. Ideally, I'd love to have it so that your four day week is either on a Monday or a Friday. But unfortunately, just due to um, number of staff we have, we can't quite do that yet. Uh, we can't have two people off on a Monday or a Tuesday, uh, Monday or a Friday. And when you say uh, you prefer that for you, or do you prefer it because that's what the employees would obviously prefer? <laughs> um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I prefer personally, not because it does anything for me or for the business, but I mean, if it were me, <laughs> um, I would rather have the extra Friday or Monday off on the long weekend it just makes a little more sense. Uh, but I do have people that, you know, like it right smack in the middle, uh, kind of breaks up the week. Um, I, I guess what I, what I get, I, what I'm getting at is I, I'd like to have people have the, the flexibility of choosing, you know, when right. they could do it rather than being told, you know, your day has to be on, uh, you know, on a Wednesday. Um, so so uh, big picture, all, you yeah. know, the, the motivations are, first of all, obviously relieve some of the, the pressure, the stress uh, at work, yeah, but also to improve people's uh, quality of life and um, the, the culture in the company and sort of make sure everybody knows uh, we are not going to work you <laughs> to death here. Right. Um, so has that worked out the way you had hoped? Yeah. Um, I mean, I am at least seeing, seeing that myself. Um, you know, I check in um, with the management team uh, once a week or once every couple of weeks. Um, and that the question comes up, you know, how are we doing? Is it, um, you know, are we falling, are we falling behind? Is it, are we falling behind because of the 40 week? Uh, how are people feeling? How's morale? Um, that really is, you know, the, the, the driving factor for this whole thing was mental health, um, just personal well being. Um, you know, I, I don't, we went through a pretty dark period <laughs> in terms of how much work we were doing. Um, right. and I'm sure nobody wants to get back into that. Um, so, you know, from that, I'm trying to not just address how we lived through the pandemic today, but, you know, how we can continue to be as a company um, and have a culture going forward, right? I don't want this to be just a thing that we do because of the pandemic. I think I right. really want this to be something that is, this is just when you work at DaVinci Networks, this is just part of one of the things that you um one of the benefits, if you want to call it a benefit, or this is just the culture we want to have, or the um, uh, the attitude we want to have about work. Um, right. And I think it does, and I think it has successfully, you know, 
reflecting on the morale within the company and and also um, you know the experience that our customers get, our clients. Um, you know, a happier person, somebody with less uh, stress, uh, should should come across a lot a lot better on the phone, a lot more friendly in the emails and that sort of thing. Right. So I think in Canada, you you're not experiencing quite the, as much as we are the Great Resignation. Yeah, it's um, I, I I keep asking myself uh, and and people around me, you know, are you guys experiencing it? Now I know that there are some big companies here in Canada that are experiencing it, and I think it's really just an epidemic of the uh, for for bigger companies, um, larger corporations. Uh, I don't know if. I don't know the statistics. I don't know if uh, Canada has more small business than the U.S. Um, uh, I know that there's certainly you know bigger companies, um, bigger tech companies, especially in in you know the Bay Area and that sort of thing. Um, Toronto is becoming more of a tech hub. Uh, there are a lot more big you know Fortune 500 companies moving here or starting up here and blowing up here. Um, I don't see the the great resignations effects as much here, uh, but there is a lot of people moving around. Um, I you know, with our own clients, uh, I'm not seeing it much, but our clients are sort of you know less than a hundred. Right. Well, yeah. and the reason I ask is that um, I would hope that having this kind of a four day work week would make your business a little more sticky for employees because now if they go take a job somewhere else. Oh man, I got to work 40 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I um I it has certainly been uh the number one question I get when we're interviewing because we do put it in our our job postings that um uh after a certain amount of time working for Da Vinci, um you do qualify to opt in for this pro uh, this program. Uh, so we do actually, you know, point out that hey, it's after a certain amount of time you get to partake in the 40-day week. Um, it's the number one question I get asked. <laughs> right. Well, it's quite appealing. So. Um, it, it, it actually, I think I've answered that question uh, and how it works and when they qualify for it more times than I've been asked, what does the job pay? <laughs> so what exactly do you do here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I, I mean, it is, it is appealing. Uh, when we do put our, our job postings, um, for and looking for for people, um, I think that is probably one of the one of the most attractive um, parts of our, or maybe not attractive. Um, it is definitely a differentiator between us and the next job, right? Uh, for sure. So we're almost out of time, but uh, can I post your LinkedIn uh, connection on the, uh, yeah, in the show notes? Um, yeah, I'll I'll send you. Um, uh, you find me for sure on LinkedIn. Um, it's probably the only real social place that I, uh, I, I <laughs> partake in. I'm not very much on Facebook or, or Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll leave you also my uh, email. Um, happy to, you know, if anybody has any questions or wants to dive into it a little bit more, happy to even to book a call and, and give you my, my thoughts. Very good. Uh, any final thoughts uh, before we go? Yeah, I mean, um, I would encourage anybody that, um, uh, you know, thinks that this is appealing is really um, uh, wants to bring it into their own business. Give it a, a real thought um, about how you would do it. Uh, I don't think that this is a, um, a great idea for anybody smaller or any company smaller than sort of five people. Um, I think you do need to have sort of a, uh, a minimum number of employees for this to work properly. Um, 
that said, uh, I did it when I had about five employees. So, um, <laughs> it can, it can, happen. yeah, it may, maybe this is possible, but, um, yeah, I, are you, I honestly, are you continuing I to grow? Um, I, at the moment I I'd like to stop and kind of regroup, uh, a minute. Um, we, in terms of my, my, my own, um, preferences, I have a little bit more growth that I want to see, um, or sort of like a maximum, uh, that I want our company to be, um, in terms of size, but, uh, I'm, I'm happy to kind of slow down right now and just kind of, uh, regroup, clean up and, and really see how things are, are going for, for 2022. <laughs> Very good. Well, we might check back with you in April or, or uh, beginning of May to see, uh, how the experiment ends. So yeah, absolutely. Very good. Well, thank you for being here. This has been yet another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.